0: Hey everyone and welcome to Streams After Midnight, I am Peter and joining me as always to play this game that we call show <laughs> is Tim.
1: <sighs> are you ever going to take down your Christmas decorations?
0: Look, I know, I know, like people are going to think that I have been lazy and I've not taken down the Christmas decorations. However... However, we are recording this episode in advance, partly because we have to, and it is actually the middle <laughs> of December right now, and that is why the Christmas trees are in the background. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I didn't. I mean, I suppose I kind of went over and like just moved it out of frame. I mean, that was always an option, but
1: if that's what I mean, if you cared about our patrons, that's what you would do. But <laughs> our <that's> patrons—they <laughs> didn't pay to see Christmas decorations in January. <laughs>
0: Well, they didn't pay for this episode anyway. This this, this was not a Patreon episode, you tit. (laughs) (laughs) This is a regular episode.
1: So we don't have to thank them at any point.
0: No, we'll still thank them (laughs) because they're our patrons. (laughs) (laughs) Look, just go with this, all right? Um, (laughs) So this is is a horror movie podcast. Every week we get together, we talk about a horror movie uh, and potentially some horror movie news, which we will have as well uh although we'll record that in the future without the tree <laughs> when the news is fresh so that'll be starting right about now actually not right now i need to tell you what the movie is first so the movie we're going to talk about <laughs> this week is ready or not which is one of the bigger uh, 2019 releases that we couldn't do because we had different release dates uh so we had to wait until it was available uh and here we are we're going to have it ready or not of course before we get to that though like i said movie news there'll be a timestamp right about now on the screen and in the description if you want to jump ahead to the movie discussion but here's your weekly horror movie news. Yes, let's get into the horror movie news for the week. Uh, the week, the first full week of January, basically. Um, let's get in. There's some exciting stuff and then there's some. Some not Why are you shaking your head at me? <laughs> what have I done wrong now, Tim? I could never do anything right. This is. This is upsetting. Uh, this is this first news story, actually, that I'm looking oh. at it. <sighs> Netflix are in early talks to make a howling movie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) With Andy Muschietti involved. Uh, This is. So, this is. I mean, I'm not actually against a new howling movie. There's no reason why a new howling movie, a standalone werewolf movie with the (laughs) title of the howling, couldn't be good. Even though the name seems to be cursed. Yeah. Uh, and they keep getting worse and worse despite the fact that you never thought they could get any worse. Like we I mean the last the last cuz we reviewed the entire franchise if you've not seen our reviews or listened to our reviews we did all eight of the bastard things. And <laughs> after the seventh one which was mainly a line dancing music video with the <laughs> werewolf movie peppered in, um somehow yeah. we still had to have a debate on the last one which was like twilight inspired mm-hmm. as to which one was the worst in the franchise. <laughs> Uh, you pair that with Andy Muschietti, who I think is a pretty mediocre horror director. Uh, he, of course, yeah. directed Mama and the To It parts. Um, mm. I can't say I'm excited for this.
1: Yeah, I mean, me neither. They would probably have to get a really good, like, screenwriter to get me interested. Because, um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I just don't... Like, uh, like you said, he, he's mediocre. Like, he's not the worst thing in the world. Like, he makes, I think... Like watchable movies, but you know, I I just don't think anything is ever gonna be kind of over just being like fine or okay, you know.
0: Like the only I, the only mild hope I would have is that all of these movies so far have been supernatural threats, and not that we're almost not at least partially supernatural. <laughs> but what yeah, I mean cause... is, is that it's not a ghost or like you know stuff, okay, right. you know, like, yeah. Like whereas you know Pennywise, well, technically not a ghost, still like operates like one in the sense that it's a lot sure. of these weird jump scares and like you yeah. know like the rooms changed and things like that this is more a monster stalking people for all we know Mushietti may be better at that and admittedly this is Maybe, a slim yeah. hole <laughs> but
1: yeah and it's uh yeah and it's tough because um you know i think one of the biggest complaints about it was just it's so reliant on cgi and man if there's one thing you don't want in a werewolf movie it's cgi i just don't think like you know, uh, werewolf CGI has ever really looked <laughs> that good. Uh, but, I mean, obviously, you know, hey, new year, maybe, um, you know, they'll get it right or whatever. But, uh, I, I don't know. It Wait, just, is that
0: your it hope doesn't... every year? Like to, to this year's the year that <laughs> werewolf CGI technology has finally reached the point that is necessary for me to enjoy my puppy men and movies.
1: I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know, I don't know.
0: It won't, uh, won't hit that point until James Cameron decided he wants to make a Werewolf movie, and then, then the CGI is going to like, leap, you know.
1: No, I think what we need is uh, what we've been asking for all along, which is our Oz spinoff series. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes, from the hit television show, <laughs> for the Vampire Slayer, yes. Uh, you
1: you got to admit, like, I I mean... I, I like Oz, uh, you know, eh, quite a bit, but come on, the werewolves look pretty bad in that show.
0: Oh, they do. I mean, yeah, they're just, they're just crappy suits. But they're not CG, though, at least. That's true. That's true. They always—they
1: look like weird yetis or something, though. Like-
0: yeah. Um, I, f- I remember, I think they looked more werewolf than when they first showed up in Buffy, but, but season, yeah. when season three hit, uh, they changed the suit and it looked more like just like a, yeah, like a, I don't know. a furry costume (laughs) (laughs) without much else. Uh, So yeah, Mouchette is going to direct this potential Howling movie for Netflix. And also that's the other thing, Netflix movies, you know, their track record's not exactly that great either. So there's a lot of reasons to not really be excited for this. Even though I would love The Stars to Light and give us a good Howling movie, we have a franchise with a lot of bad entries. We have a director who I don't think is that good, and then we have a studio for movies at least. Who have a pretty subpar record as well. A couple of gems, but for the most part, yeah. sucky. And so,
1: I I think the thing that like doesn't really because I I do like new franchise stuff, um, but the thing is, it's such like a disconnected franchise. Like there really is nothing that links most of the movies together. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like. I mean, it's it's weird. It's it's just werewolves. It's like it's just like a name you slap on if you if you are doing a werewolf movies. And it's stuff. just, I
0: it's a, like this is why I kind of say werewolves are kind of like I expect werewolf movies to be bad. And there's definitely you know I I discovered a couple of cool examples actually this past year sure. of some fun B movie werewolf stuff that i did kit white lake actually but uh yeah. for a long time if it wasn't ginger snaps and american wolf in london it probably sucked like that was my that was my stance on werewolf movies
1: yeah
0: <laughs> uh, and yeah so I, i'm yeah i mean there's no reason why i knew howling that's completely standalone couldn't be good but these are not the uh the dominoes falling into place that i would i would expect for that so yeah. there you go um, well,
1: so i recommend you know if uh you know if you're looking to get your werewolf fix uh why not check out president werewolf coming uh a little later uh this year within the next uh, couple
0: of months actually hold on tim yeah <laughs> is this a movie is it a tv show is it a video game is it a pictogram what is this tim oh it's a
1: comic book written by myself uh with uh, some very good art from uh, Joey Lee Cabral and uh, Sean Pinello, who uh, are been sending me some preview pages. Uh, I'll I'll show you some later, but they are looking so pretty good.
0: So is is this this is better or worse than your art?
1: <laughs> much much better.
0: Okay. I I, fa- can, I can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I find that hard to believe. Tim. I find that hard to believe. It's, but...
1: uh, yeah, that's what happens when you actually pay an artist <laughs> <doing> something yourself. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you are the, uh, the 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 do-it-yourself Tom King style of art. Just yeah, I'll just do yeah. a little.
1: <laughs> pretty much. Uh,
0: no, I'm mocking. I mean, Tom King. If you don't, if you're not aware of Tom King's the comic oh, book yeah. writer, he do, he does these really bad stick figure drawings and jokes. He's a comic book artist as well. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm jesting. Uh, so we don't a really talk about Marvel movies on this show but we have two Marvel movie news stories yeah. that are both relevant to our, our horror genre show. So,
1: and, and I would say, intensively, a third possible little tidbit.
0: okay. Well, you can add something on when I'm done with these two. Okay. But uh, First up, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, uh, which is... Well, the first one wasn't a horror movie. Uh, this, this one has been claimed to be the first true horror movie in the MCU ever since they revealed the title. They've been saying Although it. I-
1: well, I kind of I kinda, I, w- I was a little skeptic about that because I feel like they said the same thing when the first Doctor Strange came out. Like I don't know if they sure. full on called it a horror movie, but I remember them saying there was going to be shades of horror, and I don't think there really was.
0: <laughs> I I mean, it was horrific in places. I mean, is that sure. does, does that count? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I,
1: I think I've got a record. There's like. Yeah, you know, I, I love the Marvel movies and uh, you know I mean they are what they are they're roller coaster rides but like you know I, I think they're usually fun but there's only two that I like genuinely hate and that's Iron Man 2 and Doctor Strange but, like, <laughs> there's it, it's better than Iron Man 2 but there's a uh, like there's a few things I like Dr Strange I actually do quite like the ending but other than that I think the movie's pretty bad and like Bennett Cumberbatch like sucks. <laughs> I don't know like do people really think he's a good actor like I've only seen him in a few things but the things he's in sucks and his American accent is
0: bad. Oh, yeah, his accent's bad. I agree. I I wasn't expected to go into the whole opinion pieces as, as how we feel about the first Doctor Strange, but I, I also <laughs> think it sucks. Uh, I I think Doctor Strange, uh, Iron Man two, and the first Captain America are all down there on the uh, the shit pile of the MCU. Uh, although I do, I am aware that a lot of people disagree with me in Captain America: The First Avenger, but I do think it sucks. I think I think Winter Soldier is such a leap in quality uh, that it is unfathomable uh versus any other franchise anyway uh so the news here is that scott derrickson who is a very mediocre to piss poor director <laughs> because yes sinister's not that good and doctor strange sucked <laughs> is my opinion we here. haven't
1: done his hellraiser yet but
0: <laughs> i'm not looking forward to it uh it's coming yeah. soon though because we're i mean the next one we're doing is the fourth and i think his is the fifth I Abusa, yes. yeah. uh, but uh, so yes he is dropped out of this dr strange movie due to creative differences and uh, so this is kind of a, a double-edged thing here because on the one hand i'm like well yeah if you want the movie to be good then drop scott derrickson <laughs> that, that's my advice however they're five months away from shooting and you know marvel don't want to delay this so the... Wait, the
1: wait so they haven't even started shooting
0: no five months but... five months from now
1: but isn't it supposed to come out this year?
0: No, 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 next year.
1: Oh, I thought it was this year. Okay.
0: No, it's May twenty twenty one. Uh, because it's oh, is it, okay. It has to come after the one uh, division show because that ties into it apparently. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, so, so, so that's the thing. As much as I think yes, getting rid of Scott Direction's is a good idea. Replacing him during pre production when you're still you're still expecting to shoot in five months is also a recipe <laughs> for you know. Yeah. Not necessarily a disaster, but at the very least, like one of those, like, ah, uh, this feels a bit rushed and meddled with, and yeah, da da you know? Yeah,
1: yeah uh, it, it's tough. Like, I, yeah, I'm kind of on the same page. Like, I don't really like Scott Derrickson, but, like, I mean, if you're talking, you know, like a creative versus, like, a corporation, like, I'm always going to decide, like, even if he's not a director I like, if he has a vision and he's already started, like, implementing it, you know, I don't want to see like yeah that sucks if it's lost and then yeah especially if you you know bring in someone to do it that's just like you know not able to do their own thing but has to do like a mishmash of what they want plus what this other guy already set up and started it's it, it definitely doesn't bold well and uh i don't know <laughs> it's it's just so crazy to me that like you know people are still having this debate whether like these movies are like good for cinema and stuff. And it's like, I mean, (laughs) look how many like problems like the Marvel and star Wars movies have with directors. And, Mm you know, they're clearly not being made by creative people. They're, you know, being made by like boardroom decisions and stuff. Like, so it's just, I don't know. It's crazy to me that people (laughs) like are, can't see stuff like this and be like, Oh yeah, maybe this isn't how like stuff should be made. (laughs) Maybe we should be focusing more reliant on people like with visions and (laughs) ideas instead of,
0: yeah, well, that's the problem. If they want the shared universe, though, they have to have like essentially what the comic books have as an editor, is Kevin Feige, sure. where he's yeah. you know keeping it all in line, and that unfortunately means he has to tell directors that they can't do certain things because they all have to match mm-hmm. up with other movies. Uh, and and I guess to
1: be fair, we don't know what they what they're fighting. Like you know, maybe uh, Scott Derrickson was like, oh, "I want <laughs> Doctor Strange to have a big lizard dick or something." Like. <laughs> you know, maybe, like If it's something like that, it's like, "All right, yeah, maybe we should I, fire him," but.
0: I yeah, I wonder if he was yeah pushing the horror too far for for Marvel. I wonder if he was like de- de- determined for an R rating, and then they were like, "No, it's Doctor Strange. We're not giving it an R rating. <laughs> like yeah. It has to be PG 13 <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, this is all pure speculation. Uh, the next story was also Marvel, but it actually ties into a trailer that we're doing later, so I'm just gonna leave it and mention it then. Uh, okay. so what's your little tidbit?
1: Oh, they re- they released like the or they're supposedly leaked the first image of uh, Jared Leto in a uh, Morbius. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, I, I did see this, and I <laughs> I decided not
1: Marvel Studios, but
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I decided to uh, how shall I say, pass on this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm gonna give it my uh the Morbius film. I'm gonna give it my tentative uh, uh pick of the year <laughs> for <laughs> uh, surprise movies. I'm I'm actually excited about. It. I, I like a, you know, I I stand a Morbius. I, <laughs> I I've liked him ever since. You know, the animated show where he wasn't even allowed to say blood and he craved plasma. Uh, I but, have uh,
0: no attachment to Morbius. I basically can't stand Jared Leto. There's really nothing for me going <laughs> into this movie. I, I will be shocked if I feel remotely uh, positive about it. I mean, maybe maybe it'll be well made. Maybe, maybe it'll blow me away and be this creepy vampire movie and I'll do something interesting. I don't
1: know. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that. Uh, I, i'm assuming we're probably hoping for like some type of train wreck like along the lines of venom where it's just like so what the hell is this that it's an odd fascination because yeah mm. <laughs> uh, with everything involved i'm not expecting it to be actually good but uh, we'll see
0: yeah uh, trailer maybe.
1: should be coming soon so i'm sure we'll probably talk about it next week
0: is the trailer that soon oh okay i did not know well, uh, at least that that that's
1: what the rumor is whenever i looked at
0: what people were saying. Oh, Tim's got the inside scoop. Tim of these sources. <laughs> uh, moving on, we have uh, a Dario Argento film uh, is apparently going to going to go ahead. His first since 2012's Dracula 3D. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 18 years. Um, so it's going to be a Jalo film, uh, titled nice. Oca- Yeah. Okchali Neri aka black glasses so yeah okay i'll just say black Ooh. glasses uh so he's been trying Man, it to make sounds like
1: a jello title like yeah <laughs> it's,
0: it's been he's been trying to make what well, he got this made for years basically um and he's going to have uh asia asia and argento in it as well uh oh, okay. so good deal yeah i know shocking right uh, i just hope it's not as creepy how much he shoots his daughter naked because uh, like, he's done that in the past where you watched yeah. stendhal syndrome and he's like he's got his daughter like on like a sex torture device and i'm like how did you shoot this how is this not awkward as shit on set like, <laughs> <laughs> so weird uh so yeah uh, that's the thing so and then uh yes yeah, so our, our, Asia's talked about it on Instagram uh, this week as well and it's set to film in 2020 so I yep. mean it's hard to be excited because <laughs> Argento's not made a movie in a long time and the last movie he made the... I did not see but what I've heard about <laughs> does not sound oh, promising
1: yeah. I, I believe it was on my uh, worst of <laughs> list when we did that
0: but mm. it,
1: it's very bad I mean I, I guess it's, it's probably gonna have to be a Patreon episode at some point uh because it it
0: will be worth doing, but oh boy! Moving swiftly on, uh, <laughs> so there's a horror comedy from Keola Aracela. Uh, it's called simply Porno. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's uh yeah it's coming. Hold to on, co- let
1: me Google that title real <laughs> quick.
0: See, <laughs> see what comes up. <laughs> so yeah, even if you take Porno movie. It was still, <laughs> yeah. You still just getting nothing but power. Uh So, yeah. So that's premiered at South by Southwest last year, uh, and Fangoria has picked up the worldwide rights, and they're going to release the film in theaters uh, in the U.S. in April, uh, and the VOD rights have went to Shudder, uh, which and that'll come later in the year. So. Uh, There you go. The film follows a group of seemingly wholesome young movie theatre employees being tempted and terrorised by a sex demon. Okay, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, sounds good. Alright, alright. I get it. Uh, But yeah, so uh, that's coming later this year. Uh, So, coca (sighs) cool. Really, really (laughs) time. So, next up. Next up. uh, French film uh new, new french film from uh or it's, it's been sold through wt uh wtf wt films i guess you pronounce that it's wtf elms so wt okay. films i don't know anyway so <laughs> it's called teddy um oh, okay. and uh ludovic and zoran bukerma wrote and directed it This uh, sequel to the pit <laughs> <laughs> oh i wish uh, anthony bajon uh, stars in it along with uh, naomi levoski uh, so in the film which is currently in post-production 20-something teddy lives in a foster home and works as a temp in a massage parlor how does a 20-something live in a foster home that's kind of weird anyway uh <laughs> Rebecca, his girlfriend, will soon graduate. A scorching hot summer begins, but Teddy is scratched by a beast in the woods, the wolf that the local angry farmers have been hunting for months. As weeks go by, animal compulsions soon start to overcome the young man. So it's a werewolf movie. I mean...
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a bummer, because I, I thought it was going to be like a like a haunted teddy bear movie, which uh, I was getting excited for, but uh, I guess werewolf movie could be cool. Yeah. Uh, I think the last uh, French werewolf movie I can think of was An American Werewolf in Paris, and the less said about that, <laughs> the better.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe it looks like a big teddy bear when he turns into a wolf. Maybe that's what the costume. Maybe they changed the title and oh, the name yeah. of the character when they saw the character. Co- you know what? No, this costume looks like a bear. <laughs> yeah. We're going to call it Teddy. Oh, maybe that was the. Be cute. Alright.
1: Did, did you ever see The Brotherhood of the Wolf?
0: I never did, no. I've never, uh-huh. never seen it.
1: I believe uh, I went to the theaters to see it one... Uh, I think it was a Super Bowl Sunday. Me and my brother went to see it. Uh, I remember it being good, but I don't remember much about it. So if people
0: have seen it, let me know if, if that's worth uh, revisiting. Ah, Super Bowl Sunday. You went to see Brotherhood of the Wolf. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. What else do you do? are the trailers, and... We have to start with... <laughs> I don't. I just do I, I <laughs> Brahms, the boy, two had its big full trailer released this week. I would say a little bit of a surprise drop. <laughs> yeah, just like the shit I had last night. Yeah, go on.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they obviously could have, you know, done you know had some fanfare about it
0: but uh, I feel like they kind of just quietly snuck it in there which uh, I respect uh, <laughs> or there wouldn't be no fanfare so doing it quietly was the only option just just, just, just a thought just an idea I had uh, so the premise of this is that Kate Holmes uh, who plays the mum uh, her husband and the little boy uh, not the titular boy but yeah. uh, he's having trouble uh, he seems to be, you know, creepy things are happening, he's doing stuff. So they, <laughs> they, go, they want to move out of the city and into somewhere, you know, secluded. And they get a good deal on this mansion, <laughs> 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 which happens to be the home of Brahms. And they go there and they live. And of course... Uh, the kid seems to befriend the the doll Brahms. Uh, the notice of like new rules and wish list starts appearing, and creepy stuff ensues. So here's my problem with this trailer. Okay. <laughs> first, and f- first and foremost, well, my 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 first problem. Uh, <laughs> so. I do have to spoil the first movie to talk about this, right? So full spoilers for the first boy movie, right? I just I have skip to skip d- ahead
1: if you haven't seen it. Yes. There's not a lot of movies we require you to watch for this show, but that's definitely one.
0: No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the twist in the boy was that there wasn't anything supernatural happening with the doll. It was just a creepy man-child living in the walls, (laughs) who was moving the doll around and he was the real Brahms and the one, you know. Which is why we love it. How's that word we again? (laughs) Uh, I just, no, 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 no. So this trailer operates under the assumption that that wasn't the case. This trailer operates under the assumption that it is indeed a creepy doll movie and that the doll is supernatural to the point where there's multiple scenes where either the eyes of the doll move or other stuff happens and the trailer ends with like a uh, lots of like I don't know was like wasps or something coming out of, <laughs> of Bram's mouth and I was sitting there watching the trailer and I was thinking to myself this are they actually going super is the twist here that they're going to go in the other direction and that this time it's actually supernatural I guess that's possible, but then I remember that the first movie had like two or three bullshit dream sequences where the character woke up from a nightmare. So now I'm just assuming that all of this supernatural shit in the trailer is all just dream sequences.
1: Yeah, uh, you, you know, I'm kind of honestly, I'm kind of there with you because, like, obviously, I'm you know uh, excited for it as well. But
0: <laughs> as I... well, as well, don't <laughs> don't you use words like that? Don't you use words like that? But,
1: no, I mean, that was my, uh, you know, first thought as well. Like, it's like, all right, this looks great, but I really <laughs> hope uh, that these are dream sequences or something because it will be strange if they start doing, like, a supernatural angle uh, where the first movie wasn't that. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe there's more to Brahms than we know. I think that's um, I mean, kind of the point of this movie is we're going to learn a lot more than, you know, and maybe have some twists and turns. So, who knows what's really happening, like you know, maybe like uh you know, Brahms like maybe learned like special effects or something. So maybe he's using like holograms to you know freak the family out. Like who knows? Like there could be a lot of different ways to take this. So uh yeah, I, I'm excited, but I guess maybe cautiously optimistic, I think. It'd be hard to live up to
0: the first one for sure. First of all, there is no point to this movie. So get that idea what? out of your head right now. Uh, I mean, I, I guess like they like. How, remind me, Tim. At the end of the first movie, like, did uh-huh. did Brams seem to like die, like, or say anything like that? Was he defeated? I can't remember.
1: Well, yeah, he was defeated, but I mean, you know in horror movies, you know, unless like, you know, you cut off the person's head
0: yeah, yeah, well I'm just, I'm wondering like, what if they go the route that he did die but now that he's dead, his ghost is actually in the doll, so it's like it's it's actually a a supernatural doll movie now.
1: I I was thinking about that before, and I mean at at first I didn't like it, but then when I kind of thought about it's like, well, it's not like this hasn't happened before you know, because like, nothing really supernatural happens in the first Friday 13th movie, I, I guess, except for kind of you know the little thing at the end mm-hmm. uh, but for the most part you know it's just a a regular person and then as the series goes on you know he is becomes more of like a supernatural kind of monster so you know i don't know is this the start of uh our generations friday the 13th maybe i don't know
0: like uh <laughs> look i i There is a shot in the trailer of, like, Katie Holmes going through the walls, right? Which implies that at least those passages are still there. Now, well, I know that's because they're still being used or she just happens to find them when she's looking into the backstory of what's happening uh, is is up for debate. But I I will say, if you were going to do an interesting sequel to The Boy, if that was even possible, to me, (laughs) the interesting thing would be to play with the idea that this time we know the entire time that it's not real and that... You know we follow. we actually see the killer creeping about the walls a little bit more and we see what he's up to and we see how he's doing things that could be the interesting part and like yeah the doll would still be there the, the family would still you know deal with the doll but it wouldn't be played to us as oh the doll may be doing something creepy the fact that this trailer has the doll's eyes move and stuff coming out of its mouth it just made me like i'm like this is exactly the sort of shit i didn't want from the first one and then it just added on that twist, as if that fixed everything. And then this movie is just reverting and going full hog into the bullshit creepy doll territory.
1: <sighs> I mean, we shall see. I-, I think there's lots of twists and turns uh, in store for us, which I- I'm excited to explore. I think it's. Um, I think this one will surprise you, in uh, in many good ways.
0: You're such full of shit. I- so that's it. Well,
1: my my only complaint is that I, I feel like you should have just called it uh, the boys, because now that there's two boys, you know, it's like alien aliens.
0: The problem is, is that uh, Amazon just did a TV show called The Boys. We can't be just throwing that title around.
1: You know, people know the difference between <laughs>
0: movies and TV. <laughs> Uh, so this is out in February 21st, and this is one yes. that we both get at the same time, so we will, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we will be reviewing it You uh, it will be
1: uh, contributing to that box office.
0: Uh, which will not be hitting a billion dollars, despite what Tim has deleted main things. <laughs> maybe. maybe. No, 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 maybe, no, maybe. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, just in case you were wondering where reviews for both uh, The Grudge and Underwater are, uh, we've got different release dates, so we have to wait for uh, home releases on those. But we do actually have quite a lot of theater releases uh, once we get to the end of the month, next month. There's a lot of stuff starting to come out then uh, for us to go and see. So, uh, I'm Just imagining the grudge underwater. Scary. Might be better than what I'm hearing about this new grudge movie. <laughs> yeah. The,
1: uh, I, I think even like people that normally are pretty... like. You know, uh, optimistic uh, about stuff I have not been giving it great reviews. Actually, well, I don't know if that's a possible news item. Uh, I mean, maybe we don't talk about stuff until we actually see them. But mm-hmm. I think uh, wasn't there a thing about the Grudge movie? Like, it's very. I guess it's very rare when movies get this, but a, like a cinema score F. Uh,
0: I did see this just. Uh,
1: like, i I'm not, honestly. I'm not even sure what like a cinema score is. The, like, I'll but, be honest.
0: Neither am I. I only know yeah. about it because. What was the movie that got? It was, there's a good movie that has an F, oh, f- really? from a few years ago. Yeah, but it is the cl- <laughs> it's. A boy. a score. Oh. F. All 20 cinema score movies that have earned an F rating. So it's only 20 in the history of cinema score. Oh wow. Right. Okay.
1: Like a cinema score website or something
0: or. Yeah, it's a it's a place where people rate movies. Uh.
1: Is it like a Metacritic
0: kind of thing? Kind of, but it's all users to me to yeah. think. Uh, so okay. the so the F's. So there's only twelve. I'll just read them all. Alone in the dark. Okay. <laughs> the Box, that's Richard Kelly's movie. Bug it? from 2006. Darkness from uh, 2004. Well, do I thought uh, I thought people like Bug.
1: I have I mean, people, 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 people it.
0: people might, but like it's uh, not not it's loved a by while. the average Joe's. Okay. Devil Inside. I think that was the one that ended with the go-to-this-website for the true ending, <laughs> or maybe that was a different one. Jeez. Oh, uh, I never yet. saw it. Uh, disaster Movie that. from 2008. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dr. T and the that... Woman from 2000. I don't even know what that is. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Interesting. Uh, Eye of the Beholder from 1999. Fear.com from 2002. I Know Who Killed Me from 2007. Oh, God. That, that, that was a uh whatchamacallit lindsay lohan joined. yeah that's uh, gonna be a future patreon <laughs> and the cut from 2003 Killing Us mm-hmm. Softly from 2012 i mean I, I thought that movie was really well shot i mean it wasn't the best thing in the world but i yeah. uh, that, that did not deserve an f huh. that does not deserve to be on a list right. of the worst of the worst uh lost souls from 2000 lucky numbers from 2000, 2000 was a bad year apparently uh mm-hmm. mother from 2017 got an f uh Yeah,
1: I mean I wasn't a fan of it, but I mean there's stuff to admire
0: in it. I wouldn't yeah. an F. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm conflicted on it, but yeah, it's not an F. Mm-hmm. Silent House from twenty twelve, Solaris from two thousand two, The Wicker Man from two thousand six, <laughs> Wolf Creek from two thousand five, uh, and The Grudge. Mm-hmm. What was the movie at I could have sworn there was a movie I really liked that was on here. Oh well, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there you go. That's all the Fs. Interesting. What company it keeps. What company. (laughs) So, there you go. Uh, Next up, trailer-wise, we've got The New Mutants. Uh, New trailer for that. Obviously, there was a trailer for this two years ago, before it got delayed. (laughs) And they've apparently not done any of the reshoots, but they they are releasing it, and we will review it on the show. It's out April 3rd, 2020. They're, they're claiming that's they're still sticking. The fact that they've released a new trailer implies that they're intended on doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you feel about the New Mutants new trailer?
1: Uh, I actually thought it looked uh, pretty good. Um, I, I, I like the New Mutants quite a bit. Uh, I haven't read, like, I guess a, a ton of them. Uh, I've read the Demon Bear saga, which I think. Uh, They'll probably be incorporating a little little bit into this, and then um, I I haven't read a ton of the Claremont run, uh, but I have read uh, bits and pieces, and then I read all the DNA run, which I really liked a lot, and uh, uh, I I like the characters, uh, you know, quite a bit, and it seems like, you know, they got really good people to kind of fit the roles. Um, I think maybe, like, some of the CGI didn't look great to me, Um, but whatever it, it's just a thing we have to live with now like this is just kind of you know everything's gonna have cgi in it yeah but um no i mean i'm uh you know, i'm tentatively uh excited for this i, I think it you know like I, I don't know if it'll be amazing but it seems like it'll least be like fun
0: yeah i uh i don't know i i'm, I'm kind of conflicted on it i think there's elements of it seem fun I, I don't know if I necessarily like the trailer that much I do appreciate the idea of doing a horror movie with mutants in it uh, from X-Men um, but it, it obviously gets so fantastical by the time we see magic you know whipping her sword out and there's like a big demon yeah. coming after her and stuff like that that I'm like okay this is very you know, it's, not, it's still kind of
1: you know comic booky, yeah
0: uh, so I I genuinely don't know how it's going to end up. Now this news story that I t- attached to this uh, that came out this week as well is that it's PG-13 and the director is really. claiming that it was always supposed to be PG-13. It was never intended to be an R rating. Um, Interesting. Uh, which is potentially true. And if that's true, that's fine. If that's what they shot for. Um, what is kind of weird though and or what kind of made me roll my eyes is that, you know, I, I don't know who it was, a producer or someone. Maybe, actually, no, I think it was a comic writer who's like worked on it or seen it. Uh, said that don't worry it's a super scary movie at PG13 and whenever I hear that I just I, I just sort of sense hmm I don't feel that like that's the truth I feel, I yeah. feel like <laughs> I feel like anytime anyone says don't worry it's scary it's, it's proper scary at PG13 it always ends up feeling like yeah nah well
1: it, it always seems like I don't know I feel like you wouldn't if it is actually good you can let it like speak for itself you don't need mm-hmm. to. Have someone come on, and go like, no, trust me, <laughs> I, I swear, I swear. Uh, obviously, I work for the company, but I swear
0: it's
1: true. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yeah. But, uh, also, I actually hate when people try to promote things as scary anyway. Like, one of the, the sure. one of the questions I hate the most when someone asks me when I say I like horror movies is like, "Oh, what's the scariest film you've seen?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I don't care. I, 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 I yeah. I just I don't well, gauge movies on scary because most movies don't scare me at all."
1: Yeah, especially if you're a horror buff, you get kind of desensitized to it. And, like, um, yeah, like, nothing really scares me. Like, I, I think maybe the best is, like, I can I can watch something and be like, oh, they had, like, a, a few, co- like, creepy scenes or something. But, yeah, there's nothing that, like, you know, keeps you up at night. But mm-hmm. uh, also, it just, it, I don't know, it feels like it's setting up a challenge because it feels like it's just an excuse for them. People to be like, it wasn't that scary. It didn't scare me. It's like, mm-hmm. well, congratulations. You're a 35 year old man that it wasn't scared by a movie. <laughs> so cool. Yep. So cool. Brewster. Um, I, I don't know. It's, uh, and, and, like I think when people try and, I don't know if there's any effective way you can really mix, uh, like comic books and, uh, and horror. Like I think you can easily make a, um, you know, like a comic book movie that has horror elements, but I don't think you'll ever be able to make something, like, genuinely, you know, creepy or something. Because like, I think that's just the nature of, you know, superheroes is kind of against that. Like,
0: I think, I mean, it has to be a smaller movie. Like, the, the, like there's some, I can definitely see an Aquaman horror movie. Like, I can see an Aquaman movie mm-hmm. that's, like, about, like, like, kind of like aliens where they, they're going down to see the trench and, like, sure. you know, like... And there's arcs in the book that have been like that that I've really liked and some of my favorite stuff. Um, so there's definitely individual stories, but the problem is is that the movies always want to be these big blockbusters that cost two hundred plus million dollars, exactly. and yeah. I, they can't do it on that budget because they have to make it this big apocalyptic thing every time.
1: That's yeah. There always has to be a light in the sky <laughs> that they find at the end. Like yeah. if you get if you told me someone was like, it's like, hey, we're doing a new mutants movie and um. Yeah, it's going to be like super low budget and like we're not going to use CGI and it's going to be like, you know, like more psychological and stuff like then I would start getting excited and I'd be like, okay, I can see this being like a horror movie. But yeah, I mean, even from the trailer, like you said, like uh, I I think it looks cool, like when they start using their powers, but that doesn't look like horror to me, you know? (laughs)
0: Yeah, it kind of sucks any of that out for me. It makes me feel more like an action movie than it does uh, a horror mm-hmm. movie. E- even though the rest of the trailer does try and play up the we're in a psych asylum and we're you know we're supposed yeah. to be here to get help, but we're not really here for help. Um,
1: if you want, like almost like the, you know, even though it's not based on a comic book, like uh, it kind of feels comic booky, uh, like Dream Warriors or something like that. Kind of seems like I don't know, almost a good example of like. Mm. Uh, a comic book horror movie, even though
0: obviously it's not. But yeah, obviously those horror comics that can become horror movies quite happily. But that's not what oh, we're definitely. talking about. We're talking about superheroes yeah. and Marvel and DC shit. Right. Uh, yeah. If you know, if American vampires getting made into a movie, then sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be horror. Uh, so right, that's that. Got three more trails to do here. There's a long news section this week. Uh, so uh, Sanzaru is the next. the next trailer here we're going to talk about uh premieres coming up at the sundance film festival and the trailer has been released it's from director zia magnus the film is describes a gothic tale and journey to the heart of the haunted house a house haunted as much by death as by secrets Uh, in Sanzaru, evelyn a young filipina nurse is living on an isolated estate while taking care of dana uh, the aging matriarch of a texas family as dana slips deeper into dementia Evelyn begins to sense something ominous lurking behind the walls. Is the house a conduit for supernatural forces, or is she just hearing things? As Evelyn's paranoia pushes her to uncover her employer's awful past, she may not be prepared for the havoc her curiosity will unlock. So, this is um, th- this a movie. is a it's a movie. Yes, uh, it's a movie where uh, th- this this older woman who's in a wheelchair starts like accusing her. Uh, you know the main character Evelyn. So I was in- accusing her. Uh, I think they said cousin or nephew. Uh, not I wasn't son. I think it was nephew uh, of stealing things, and that's kind of the big, big sort of first thing in the trailer is that she's kind of like de- determined to talk to him and kind of give him a stern, stern warning to. Uh, honestly, like th- I mean, that description definitely told me a little bit more about it, but it's a very mm-hmm. kind of vague trailer. And okay, I get that people seem to be scared of like something. But there's not really much in the trailer to say. Here's what the plot is per se. Um, yeah, uh,
1: I I thought this looked pretty good. Uh, like you said, I yeah, I mean, uh, just from watching the trailer, I really couldn't tell you <laughs> what it's about other than yeah, it looks to me like maybe a haunted house thing. Uh, but it, it looks like well done uh, at least. Um, yep. Uh, again. Yeah, we talked about it a million times, but it was nice to get something that's you know not just the you know CGI you know ghosty thing jumping out uh, you know to a loud sting kind of trailer that you know we usually get. Uh, so I don't know, I was kind of digging this. I mean, it, it is hard to tell exactly how it'll end up, but I'm at least interested.
0: Yeah, no, I mean the the, the, the shooting style of it looks uh, good. It's got a good tone. Uh, but it is very vague on the actual- it definitely feels like it's going to be a slow burn of a movie. Like, I definitely, I'm looking at this trailer and I'm seeing, okay, this is a slow burn. There's no way it isn't. So, but that's is stuff that's coming out, as a 2020 movie, uh, and, you know, we'll start obviously seeing 2020 movies soonish, even though we're still doing a lot of 2019 catch-up, and will be for... <laughs> the next like three months. Ever. <laughs> well there's, there's, there's another two this week that I've just noticed that uh fact, actually three now I think about it. Jeez. Uh that are even on the schedule. So it'll be like mid March before we do our top tens of twenty nineteen. That's what that's what I'm saying. Anyway. <laughs>
1: Listen, we have to watch countdown uh before just in case it could be good we need to
0: make sure we have to watch countdown i agree but we also have to watch uh, color out of space and we have to watch verotica these are all things that we have to That's watch true. before we That's get to our top 10 <laughs> uh, and all of them are i mean th- those last two i just mentioned are both coming to home media in february so i saw those news articles and went oh god that's two more we've not scheduled for oh there's too many movies from 2018 we're not done yet admittedly though i think our top 10s right now would be pretty shitty so i think it's good that there's a lot more to see uh,
1: does remind me i should pre-order veronica
0: oh yeah of course you have to pre-order that you have to let them know you want that right now uh, so let's uh move on to the next trailer then uh, Thomas Jane movie, of all things. I like Thomas Jane. He's been in The Expanse yeah. recently. Uh, I've, I've always kind of liked him. Uh, ever since uh, Deep Blue Sea. he's not always- really sure? <laughs> Deep Blue Sea was first. I never, see- I never actually saw his Punisher movie, so I can't even comment on that. Uh, But it's this, uh, believe it or not, did you say it's fine as in the movie's fine or as in me not seeing it? Well, that's fine. Like, what, what both. Was, <laughs> both, okay. Uh, so, this is a werewolf movie called Hunter's Moon. Uh, it's coming to the home media market uh, on March 24th, 2020. Um, I'll read the description here before we talk about the trailer. In the film, when their parents leave town, three teenage girls decide to throw a party in their new country home. But when a gang of dangerous local boys with sinister intentions turn up, the women are forced to not only defend themselves from the evil inside of the house, but an unseen bloodthirsty predator that is hunting them one by one outside of the house. It's worth mentioning that I said werewolf. I don't think it actually confirms in the trailer or in that description that it's werewolf, but it seems pretty clear that it's a werewolf movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So... Here's my thing about this uh, trailer is that they've got their star. They've got Thomas Jane to put on the poster and say, hey, we've got this guy who you know. Um, But it's very much one of those movies where it's a cheap movie with lots of bad acting, but they have that one good actor that you'll know from other things. Do you want to make a
1: bet like how much screen time he actually has in the movie?
0: Oh. Honestly, I wouldn't
1: be surprised if it's under 20. Like, Yeah. (laughs) Cause yeah, like you said, they sell the movie as saying Thomas Jane werewolf movie, but then when you're watching the trailer, it's like, all right, is he gonna like show up as a sheriff for five minutes and get killed or something like?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he's gonna be in a little bit more than that, but I I definitely agree that he probably they've probably got him for like two or three days of shooting, and they did all yeah. of his bits like really quickly. Um, he's probably separate because there's a shot of him in the trailer where he's just sitting in the police car, he's like on the radio saying, "Hey, have we found those uh, that that gang of boys yet." Um, I, I bet you that half of his screen time is just sitting in a car on his own because they could shoot all that really quickly together oh yeah uh, for sure and then just you know and then just the uh, the stuff where he runs into those later but um, you know I it's it looks bad I I wish it didn't because <laughs> I, I, I do like Thomas Jane but every other actor in this movie was making me cringe it had all that really directed video poor acting thing you know quality I... about it
1: honestly I was surprised at like the opening line like a character says something before like they're even introduced on screen and I started laughing because it was so bad like uh, <laughs> like if anyone watches uh, Decker which is like a like an adult swim show uh, like from Tim Heidecker, but he's like he's like a guy that's like a, you know he's playing like a bad actor on like purpose uh, and it like honestly the line delivery reminded me of that. I was like, wow, this is like really bad. <laughs> But, yeah, it, it's a bummer because, like you said, you hear Thomas Jane werewolf movie and it's like, yes, please, like, give it to me now. Uh, but this trailer sucked. And then, uh, yeah, and again, talk about, like, yeah, shitty CGI things jumping out at mm-hmm. you. Um, I You don't really see, like, a proper, you know, glimpse of the werewolf. But the kind of little rush things that you see do not look good and uh, – <laughs> Yeah, because it kind of looks like a train wreck. I guess, I don't think there's any way it's going to be good, but I mean, maybe if it's at least so bad, it can kind of be entertaining. But, I don't
0: know. I mean, if not, we do have to have a top ten worst of the year come March 2021 for 2020. So, you know, that is what it is. Uh, So that's Hunter's Moon. And the final trailer we're going to talk about this week is a killer line movie called Uncaged. Uh, So yes uh this is a uh, set in amsterdam and it is a foreign film and i know this it took me a couple of seconds to notice this because at first i thought man that actor was really badly dubbed wonder that why that is <laughs> and then i noticed everyone was dubbed and that's because this is a foreign film and the trailer that uh, we watched was a, a you know a, a english dubbed version uh so presumably because i was actually thinking to myself this acting is really bad but then once <laughs> i realized it was all dubbed i went oh maybe it'll be fine in the original language it's just the uh the dub voices that are cringy Uh, for a
1: second i thought like um my computer might be running slow or something and it was taking like a second to catch uh, up like the lipstick but then i was like okay yeah
0: yeah uh so yes this is this is from (laughs) Deck mass Hell yeah! Hell yeah! What, what? a name? It was actually <laughs> Dick Maz, because it's M double A S. But still, that, that's a that's a hell of a name. Uh, so this is uh, coming out in March seventeenth, twenty twenty, to home video. So that's another one for the twenty twenty list. Uh, Happy Azu- birthday, to me. Azu! What was that? Your birthday, March seventeenth? Uh, it's
1: about a week before.
0: Oh, okay, so okay. March
1: twenty
0: eighth. All right, Azu veterinarian uh, gets caught up in a grisly adventure as she finds herself leading the city wide hunt for a monstrous lion terrorizing the Dutch capital of Amsterdam. Uh, the trailer's got a sense of humor. it's more of a horror comedy about a lying yeah. rampage yeah. than anything else.
1: Well, it, it was kind of interesting because... And, and I don't know if the dub uh, maybe plays into this, but like there was some stuff that seemed pretty funny, but I, I didn't feel like it was necessarily shot funny or like the you know the music always remained really dramatic even if like they're Mm. you know they're making a joke or something uh but i don't know maybe if it's just self-aware or if it might be the dubbing but uh yeah it seemed like it is interesting the kind of tone that they were going for but uh at the same time though i actually am really (laughs) excited for this uh and i think i said it before but i love animal attack movies uh anything where animals are attacking and killing humans i'm, I'm there for um and uh, and yeah lions uh hey what can i say that the king of the jungle and maybe this year they'll be the king of
0: amsterdam <laughs> the king of amsterdam <laughs> yeah it was hard it was hard to get a proper take on it because we, we had the dub voices I, I, it was really hard to get the real sort of feeling for it but uh the line looked good. It looked like they had a real Actually, line yeah. for some yeah. stuff. You know. I and mean, obviously not every shot's gonna have a real line in it with a line, but like yeah. it, it looked like there were some shots they got of a real line walking around. I yeah, be, I, I, presumably presumably I anything where they're near the line will be, you know, an effect. Yeah. Hopefully. So, <laughs> hey. so Alright, there you go. That's the uh that's the news for the week. That's the final trailer. It's the final trailer. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that news was exciting, because I mean, I have no idea what we're going to say, but it is Boy time. 2 trailer
1: looks good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those. I mean that, that sentence was funny for multiple reasons Tim uh, so no we're going to have it ready or not we'll start spoiler free as we always do we'll give you warning before we get into the spoilers uh, so do not fear uh, I was
1: thinking maybe, maybe we should, you know, it's new year maybe we should mix it up why don't we do spoilers first and then spoiler free
0: <sighs> because that makes it really hard for the people who just want the spoiler free section to to just have that section
1: Okay, so you just want to kind of stagnate and grow stale? Okay, that's cool. <laughs> let's, let's never do anything. Let's never change anything up. That's fine.
0: We can change all things up. Tim. I just <laughs> I feel like the spoiler free section being first is a pretty unmovable trope of the podcast. I've heard some
1: people say they're not happy with it, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's you know that's that's neither my place nor. <clears throat> Here yes.
0: Over there. <laughs> so we're going to have it Ready or Not, which is stars Samara Weaving uh, and Adam Brody. Uh, it's directed by Matt uh, Betanelli, open and Tyler Gillette. Uh, maybe that's Gillette actually. I could be Gillette, but uh, and it's written by Guy Busick, and the reason why I'm bringing up the writers because I don't often bring up the writers when they're separate. But mm. uh, the other co-writer is Ryan Murphy, and. Ooh honestly i can kind of actually tell that i didn't know that until i looked at the imdb page like it's five minutes ago but i can actually kind of tell now that i've read that i'm like yeah it does kind of feel like ryan murphy um in some ways but you know what's uh,
1: funny is i i did not plan this whatsoever but i somehow managed to watch two adam brody movies in a row
0: you never plan anything so i believe that. <laughs>
1: yeah but the uh you know was catching up on movies i haven't seen and uh shazam is finally streaming it was on hbo so i watched that first uh shazam and course, uh, <laughs> adam brody uh, appears towards the end of that uh yeah and then it's a uh, it's weird because i feel like i haven't seen him in like anything like for the last couple of years and then all of a sudden like back to back two pretty pretty big movies
0: uh, mm-hmm. i watch yep uh so the premise of ready or not is as follows uh, samara weaving plays plays uh the bride who's married into this rich family uh her character's name is grace and she's married into this family who's like a, a game board or what's board sorry, game board a board game uh <laughs> dynasty uh, they've got a board game empire and they're filthy rich they've got this big mansion and they're getting her married uh to their son out on out in their big mansion they've got these big you know sort of you know, ...area with you know pools... ...and decking and all that... ...and at midnight... Uh, ...tradition because they're a board game family... On, ...on the night of a new wedding... ...in the family they play a game... ...and they make her draw a card... ...which leads to a game of hide and seek... Uh, ...however... Uh, ...and this is all obviously from the trailer... Uh, ...the game of hide and seek is deadly... ...and they're actually hunting her to kill her... ...and she must try and survive... ...this absolutely batshit insane... ...rich family that are running around the house with various weapons. Some have guns, some have crossbows, some have axes. It's a whole thing. Um, and that's the gist of the movie. That's the premise. Um, and we'll save obviously more for spoilers. But Tim! Yeah. Did you enjoy Ready or Not?
1: Uh so. I, I was excited to watch this because I, I heard a lot of people get have really positive reviews about it uh, I think maybe with the exception of like one friend of mine uh, I'd seen a lot of people be like you know what this is actually like really good like oh it came out of nowhere I'm surprised it's like one of my favorite movies of the year uh, so I ended up watching it and I kind of think it was just okay like um mm-hmm. it's definitely not bad uh I, I did have you know quite a bit of fun with it um but at the end of the day like like there was some jokes um and I would probably say this this is kind of like a horror comedy like uh you know it it definitely feels you know like it is like pretty joke heavy and stuff and some of it worked for me some of it I kind of ruled my eyes at like um especially one that really comes to mind is like the very final line of the movie is such a like wah wah kind of dumb joke but um I don't know I don't want to be too harsh on it I just maybe I had too high expectations uh, going into it but at the end of the day I think it's a fine uh, you know okay funny movie but it didn't like blow my socks off or anything
0: you can't see a Christmas tree that's no Christmas tree (laughs) that's what you're doing (laughs) I was just curious if I could actually like pull it off you know like could I I actually successfully (laughs) hide it completely yeah it's good oh, but, but it now go. we,
1: we found it so we must kill it yes
0: <laughs> so um, honestly Tim I'm actually kind of in the same boat I I, yeah. I went into this uh, kind of hyped not just because of the reactions I like the trailer I, I like I thought it seemed like a fun movie of her like trying to fight back and yeah. Um, it does actually subvert your expectations with one thing like like she has a lot of stuff on the poster that it can, she does kind of get in the movie, and it kind of subverts your expectations with it. And I thought that was done well, um, but I did think it actually shortchanged me on a lot of w- the proactive side of her character that I was expecting from the trailer. Yeah. Um. So that yeah. kind of sucked. Um. It definitely has some good humor moments of humor. Um. That I did enjoy. Uh. There's some no. fun beats. Um, I,
1: I, I I would say the one thing I really liked is uh the running gag with let, let's just say with uh the help. <laughs> yes. I thought that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, that was that was really good. Um, I, there was one ludicrous thing towards the end I actually did really like. Um, just in terms of the visual.
1: Okay, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that because there's something about the ending uh, that I'm not crazy about. So we'll, oh, we'll
0: obviously spoiler stuff. There's de- there's definitely plot stuff that I'm not like. <laughs> is in love with um i feel like
1: i'll save it first yeah
0: (laughs) i I, I guess my 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 biggest issue with it because there's a lot of dramatic is there's a lot of great moments in this movie there's a lot of little individual moments i really like i don't think it kind of the goats i I don't think it oh oh, yeah they're right there was goats you're right damn it Um, i don't i don't think it's kind of like it assembles to be a, a total film that i like that much though i mean it's, it's it's not bad don't get me wrong i'm not but like it's a yeah. series of individual moments that i think are pretty solid and often entertaining um but i think my bigger problem with it is that i was expecting this movie and it's funny because you know we just we recorded this in the same days we did black christmas uh 2019 for anyone who's curious and i was complaining in that movie that the characters weren't as like proactive as I was expecting. But this movie, especially the trailer, made it feel like she was gearing up and going to fight back. And the movie even teases it at one point. And I felt like instead of ever her turning around and actually forming a plan against like everyone else, she is always just running and kind of looking out or whatever kind of at the last second. I never felt like she really was taking the initiative in a way that was like... Which I felt like it was building to. I felt like the movie was building to that the whole time and it never really quite happened. And I think... It's got an interesting tone uh, to it where it almost veers into more horror comedy at at points. Uh, The only thing being that the actual threat of them hunting her is always taken kind of seriously. As a result, though, when it gets towards the ending, it becomes a little bit so farcical that, um, like, and this is the weird thing, is that Ryan Murphy... Obviously behind American Horror Story yeah. and a bunch of other stuff. I never liked American He's Amer-
1: usually very well, he's usually very subtle uh, <laughs> in his filmmaking.
0: <laughs> very good. Um like so I never liked American Horror Story, but I did love Scream Queens. And the funny thing about Scream oh, Queens yeah, yeah. is that Scream Queens is super over the top. And I felt like this mm-hmm. movie almost suffered from being in between over the top and wanting to be a serious like survival horror movie yeah
1: yeah well I, I mean like that, that joke with the help and stuff like that is something that is very like you know over the top and crazy which is I think is why it works
0: it's very Scream Queens and but, I think if the movie yeah, had leaned more that into that seem like a Scream I, 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 <laughs> I think either leaning more into that would have made me love it or yeah. being a more serious survival movie where she's actually trying to like outsmart them and survive what I'd really love but it, it it lands right in this middle place where it never quite becomes either the movie that I could have really liked. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it's unfortunate because, uh, again, it, it's not, it might sound like we're being a little too harsh. It, it's definitely not a bad movie. It's a very easy watch. You know, it's mm-hmm. fun. Like, you know, definitely check it out. It's just like not something that, like, you know, I, yeah, I think maybe you're right. If you do go maybe a little more over the top or maybe a little more serious or maybe just kind of pick a side, it could have uh, been a lot more effective. But, yeah, right now it's just like. Uh, uh, again, especially like a lot of people are really hyped about it when I watch it. I was just like, oh, this is the one everyone's crazy about. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> but, you know, it definitely could have been better. And, you know what I think is the better version of this movie? Mm
0: hmm.
1: You're next. Oh, Cause like, uh, absolutely. Yeah, because that actually, you have someone being a lot more proactive and, like, you still have, like, the, you know, the incompetent, you know, kind of like rich, bickering family hunting someone down, but it's just. So much more enjoyable. Uh,
0: no, and, uh, no arguments fun. from me. Like, you know, you're next to a movie that you know, as you're watching it, you fall in love with that main character because she she is yeah. so great. She's such a badass. She's she's out, out thinking the characters, and it's not like she feels like a superhuman. Like, it feels though like, no, She can get hurt, but she's smart enough to try and like like limit her chances of being hurt. And yeah. it it just it really feels great watching that movie. Um, and. You know, this could have well, the- been a great horror comedy or a great serious movie, and it felt like it didn't really, like, it just, it, it lands in this place in the middle that's just kind of frustrating to me.
1: Yeah, and that's a good point, too. Like, I feel like, you know, Samara Weaving's good in it, but yeah, I guess I never really, like, you know, grew super attached to the character. Like, it kind of just seemed like she was there. Yeah. Like, never really got too much of a sense of her personality, I guess.
0: Yeah, and no, I agree with that. I think she's solid in her performance and whatnot, but she—I oh, yeah, yeah I, I don't think, yeah, I ever really kind of like really grew attached to her. And it's you know, and I liked her a lot in the babysitter. She was the kind of the villain in that, and yeah. uh, she was she was great there. Um, I, yeah, and I, I said frustrated. I think really what I mean is is that like because it doesn't quite commit to either sort of direction, and it feels like it sort of lands in the middle. Um and sometimes that means the farcical moments feel like almost like too far even though yeah. i did like some of the running farcical jokes it does make some of the serious stuff harder to take like they, they almost like clash with sure. each other and i think ultimately by the end of it i had this weird feeling of just not being that invested in it and it wasn't like it was like doing anything to piss me off or i was like oh this right, is bad yeah. this is terrible or anything i was just kind of sitting feeling like Okay, you know this, this is a movie that's happening in front of me, and yeah. it, it's just there. But I, I couldn't really yeah. get wrapped up in it in either way, uh, which is bu- bu- bugging me. Uh, there's a lot of cast members in here that are worth mentioning. We mentioned obviously Weaving and Brody. Uh us mention Andy McDowell, who's like the mother, of the the family. Oh yeah. yeah um. Yeah. So she's there. Uh, and then Melanie scarfano is kind of the, the the coke snorting kind of uh, silly one, and she's good. Okay. Yeah, uh, I I know her, for, and it took me a second to recognise her actually because she's so different in this. But she's actually uh, Winona on from well Winona Earp. Um, uh. Uh, but she's such like a sort of tough like uh, tomboy in that show that it actually took me like a few lines of dialogue to really notice it. Was. So I was like, oh, that's her because she's because you know she's got like a dress on and she's so girly and uh, yeah. so different. But uh, mm. I like the Butler a lot. I'll say that much. The Butler carries You're himself good. with a, a demeanor that i enjoyed it, it had kind of like a like a discount store version of like michael douglas or something like that i was getting from him.
1: i could see that yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh but yeah i was i was into it well enough i was into it well enough um so it's an okay movie. Like I, I think it's perfectly enjoyable, but I, I don't think it's like one of those ones where I'm like, oh, this is you know one of the best of the year. Now, will it make our top ten of twenty nineteen when we do that and you know end of February or you know, sometime early March? Um, it depends how many other <laughs> good movies are, are from twenty nineteen. There's a chance it could scrape on there just by kind yeah. of default, which kind of sucks. Now, I often say that we, you know you always have to cut stuff to make a, a list justifiable, but we always do a top ten of the year. So to yeah. me that's a consistency and then what we say is well if the top of the bottom few are kind of mediocre <laughs> then it means that the year just sucked <laughs> and yeah. that that's a statement in and of itself totally <laughs> so yeah like i don't know it always
1: sounds insulting when people say this but i mean this movie's fine yeah <laughs> like, it's fine I, I don't know like i don't know why like that's become such a like kind of sometimes it's like anger-inducing word, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like it, it fits for the, this movie.
0: You know, it, it doesn't offend you. Um, it doesn't I, blow you away, but I, I can't get passionate about it either way. That's the thing, right? That's yeah. what, that's why it's yeah. just fine. Um... <sighs> Unfortunately, some sometimes like those <laughs> movies are kind of
1: <laughs> the harder ones to talk about because at least if it was really bad, you know, we could be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this! This is crazy, out of control." Blah blah blah, uh, whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Perhaps. Hey, uh, so I guess we'll uh, we'll do the uh the the spoiler uh, section. I'll, I'll just thank the Patreon producers for the month. Uh, although technically we're recording us in advance. So if these drastically change I'll have to record a little insert or something to <laughs> <laughs> change the names but uh, thanks to David Short, Alison M. Fordyce, Cindy Palacios and Tyler Hess for being our Patreon producers uh, that means your $20 are up on Patreon.com slash MailFuzzTV uh, which you can go and do yourself but you don't have to uh, you know, contribute that much, you can contribute as little as $1 per month and you get access to an exclusive bonus episode of streams every month, uh, there's a whole back catalogue now of like 13 or so episodes that you can enjoy, they're exclusive to patrons uh, there's bonus episodes of other shows, there's out takes and tangents and things like that. $5 tier, you get voting rights, and you get to add movies to the crypt, and you get early access to a couple of the episodes per month. Um, not the regular Monday episodes, but the ones that come later in the week. So, uh, Which is a thing we're just starting this month, actually. So, I, mean, I don't know if there's any of those up by the time this goes up, but um, yeah, that'll be a thing. So, uh, Go and have a look and see if you want to support us and keep everything coming, keep all the shows going, and um, make sure we keep screaming after midnight. Uh, because, <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this, Tim, but this yeah. May is our 5th anniversary
1: ooh okay so, so we may <laughs> have to potentially a good time to end if <laughs> uh, if things aren't going well <laughs>
0: uh, we'll, have, we'll have to think of something to do for the 5th anniversary I don't know what but something 5 straight leprechaun movies <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we get to the place where we're ready for number five in like a bunch of franchises. So, Leprechaun 5 and Hellraiser 5. And
1: <laughs> that, that could actually be pretty cool. It's a, yeah, a whole month of fives.
0: Wow. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds like madness. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, so that is the spoiler section of Ready or Not. Uh, the movie opens with a flashback to 30 years ago in the 80s uh, when the two brothers, uh, the two brothers being like Adam Brody's character uh and the husband character. Uh, The husband, uh, whose name is Alex, uh, and Daniel's uh, Adam Brody's character. And they're running around, and it's basically the the new husband of this bride who has been hunted and is dragged into the game room uh, for, you know, a ritual of some kind. And... We cut 30 years later, um, and we find out throughout the course of the film, of course, that they don't do this every time someone gets married, literally, this game. Uh, it depends on the card that the new person draws out of this box. And if they pick hide or seek, then the person has to be killed by Dawn. Um, if they pick something else, then they just play the game, I guess? Like, you know, like... because yeah, like someone
1: mentions they got, like, chests and they yeah, so, okay. were or whatever.
0: So, uh... So... So there's a whole thing throughout the movie of course of like is this real like like they because they believe if they don't kill the person that the entire family will be wiped out um you know because they've got this deal with this 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 old ghost this uh, guy that got this box from in the past
1: Mr. LaBelle or something yeah, like that Yeah, Mr.
0: LaBelle, yeah. And there's a whole debate throughout the whole movie like you know like, is this bullshit or not and um I do kind of like the conclusion to that um see well
1: <laughs> I, I don't know if we w- want to talk about that right now. Uh, I mean, we could
0: talk about them going plop.
1: <laughs> yeah, because well, so the my thing is I I kept I, I knew this was going to happen because I feel like the like most movies now they they always go for like I, I feel like it's more common now when characters are like being like, oh, that's not real. That's not real. And then in the end, it, you know it ends up that it is real so when at first they do a little swerve and it's dawn and no one's died and everyone's kind of looking up like huh maybe uh it was all bullshit i actually really like that a lot better because i feel like You know, you don't see
0: that. Yeah, I mean, no, there's definitely a benefit of going that route. You could have had this awkward ending where they all have to just kind of admit, oh, we didn't have to do this. And all these people that you've killed in self defense didn't need to die. And we've made your night miserable. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, like, you know, like, there's definitely a potential ending there. But I did like the eff- like, because, I mean, I expect, I mean, I kind of expected it to be real as well, but I didn't necessarily yeah. expect the visual of them just exploding the into a pool exploring. of blood. Yeah. Like, I actually liked that effect, which is why I kind that of enjoyed cool. it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah, like, it's not, a, well, yeah, like, I, I don't necessarily hate it. I just, I kind of liked, um, at first, the other direction they were going, so I was a little bummed when they did start <laughs> exploding. But at least the exploding was cool.
0: Yeah, um, I'll, I'll have to jump to straight to the end, it was just because you know <laughs> explaining the rules of this thing. Uh, so of course, you know, she's nervous about getting married, Grace, and you know, Alex, the husband's like, you know, you can back out, you can back out. You know, he keeps giving her the chance to back out. Um, and they get married. All the family members seem to dislike her because she's not like you know rich and she's you know a commoner and yeah. And she you know, like they have a kind of an intimate moment but it's interrupted by the the evil looking auntie who looks really like you know, like dead serious all the time and got that short, yeah. like spiky hair. Uh, and she's brought into the game room, she's made to draw the card, and when she thinks they have to play hide-and-seek, she's just kind of like, we have to actually play hide-and-seek? Okay. And she goes to hide, <laughs> and, but obviously she doesn't know that they're going to be hunting her to kill her, and the husband obviously wants to escape uh, and go and warn her and say, hey, we have to get you out of here, kind of thing. Um, and obviously, I I, can't, I was kind of expecting, okay, there has to be the moment sort of at the end of Act 1 where it's proven to her that there's real danger here, Right. And the way they yeah. do this is actually the start of the running gag, which is honestly probably the best thing about the movie, is yeah. the running gag because there's well, those three members of the help, not including the butler, um, although he eventually on Timely End as well, of course, eventually, but yeah. um, where they keep accidentally dying, um, either by the hands of uh, the family when they're trying to kill Grace, or by even Grace herself actually at one point, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the the cokehead uh, character Emily, is she like? You know, just sees like that's one of the maids like going around and just blasts her in the face with this handgun, and is like, oh, and this is like you know, and as this is happening, Grace and Alex are sort of hiding behind the bed in the room that this is all happening in. So she knows that this is real, like she knows because it because they could have like drawn this out a little bit even when she didn't believe this was real. She's like, oh, don't be silly, they're not going to kill me. Yeah, like, this isn't a real thing. Like, don't, what are you talking about? Um, but you know, of course, she's terrified and in the family what like, oh, what was supposed to do with her i don't know get the other two to come and you know take her body away yeah
1: <laughs> and it's just uh and again what's really funny is uh yeah like the and i forget the sister's name but like yeah her reaction to like you know because at first she's, long, so she's like i got her i got her and then like she realizes that oh it's just a help like again like um you know a normal person would be devastated that they killed like an innocent person but they're just like yeah, you know, she's just more upset that like, oh no, like they're gonna be well, mad uh, at me and like,
0: uh, you know. I mean, the obvious thing this movie is about is um, it's, a, it's about the rich. It's, yeah. a, it's about the one percent right, yeah. and about not caring about anyone else and. Uh, Doing whatever you can to hold on to it, you know the idea of like refusing to give up that power, even if it means literally hunting down someone and killing them, because the thought of losing their wealth and there's even like the uh, Adam Brody's wife in the movie, like she's like, no, no, I'm only with you for your money, and I, I am helping kill this this person because I am not losing this. Um, like that's the attitude.
1: And just yeah, yeah, the the idea of like you know like a lot of like rich people that yeah, just not. Like, you know, you can very easily just let poor people die and not care or, or you know, having this kind of dynasty or whatever that's built on the, you know, deaths of, you know, people that they would consider lesser than or uh, whatever.
0: Uh, even on top of that stuff, like I'm kind of jumping ahead again to one of the, the sort of things, but so Alex tries to help her and he tries to unlock all the doors. His family eventually sort of like grab him and like handcuff him to a bed and he's trying to escape the whole movie. And he eventually, yeah. like, sort of helps, like, gets to her and finds her. But, but by this point in the movie, she's kind of, like, you know, killed a couple of the family members with her bare hands and, like, you know, been defending herself. And he kind of looks at her, like, all disturbed, Like, you did this. Like, you were supposed to be yeah. better than this. Uh, but there's a kind of a, a moment here where he leans in and says, you're not going to be with me after this, are you? Like, even though I've been trying to help you. Yeah. Because my family's put you through this, you're not going to be with me. And, like, you know, and I, I do love you. And you know she just generally even I think She just kind of looks at him like, "Yeah, like there's no way I'm staying with you after this." <laughs> and he just kind of flips and starts because there's a whole thing and there's the flashback at the start where the guy who's running from the family like runs into one of the kids and he's he's saying, "Hey, can you help me, kid?" And the kid shouts, "He's here! He's here!" So this moment's kind of like replayed, uh, and that was Daniel in the flashback, and Daniel has this because this the twist is, is that Daniel Adam Brody's character was the kid who turned the guy in, but is kind of lived with that guilt his whole life and actually wants to help. So he tries to help her and kind of ends up getting killed for his troubles. Um, not by her, obviously, by uh, another family member. Uh, but but uh, did
1: did Alex kind of assume that it was her though? Because yeah, he he finds him dead and then the next thing he sees is like her killing the mom.
0: I think he may have assumed that, yeah. He may have okay, assumed the- that.
1: That that was kind of my that's why I was thinking that he flipped um, because of that. Like, because it seemed like he. Well, he I mean,
0: a- you can argue that, but I I think the the, the reason the what I was getting to there uh, with going I'm with sorry. the whole rich person thing is that the second like he's all in her side and he's on you know he's he's completely trying to save her and he's against his family, but the second that he realizes that he's not going to get what he wants. Oh, yeah. He yeah. just, he just, like, okay, well, I'll just, I'll just do what the the rest of my rich family want then. And that, in that case, I'll, yeah. I'll go along with the, the, the script. Because if I'm not getting what I want, what, you know, what Rich Boy wants, then you might as well be dead. That's yeah. yeah. So, true. Uh, so I, I think there's a little bit of messaging in there. It's just, it's, you know, it's just it's, it's there. Um, and see, seeing, like, you know, the dad and whatever freak out over things and, like, people getting away and stuff like that is occasionally entertaining. Like, you know, there's, there's yeah. stuff there. Um, but yeah, so just to sort of rewind and go through some of the the beats of the the actual sort of running through the house and whatnot, and, uh, you know, like one of the help dies because she's hiding in the, 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 the little lift, the little conveyor lift, and, uh you know she's like hey like come on come on help me get out and i'll you know we can get away from these crazy people and the 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 maid starts screaming she's here she's here and she tries to run and she presses the button herself for the for the left and because (laughs) samara weaven's kind of holding on to her she ends up getting like the door kind of crushes her when the lift goes down yeah (laughs) um so she's just sort of left there dangling um and at this point you know, when they find the body, like the dad's like, she's taking us out one by one with her bare hands, <laughs> and I'm like, technically, you killed. It was your people who killed the first two members of the help. Yeah, it, you know, like, like she, even though it was an accident, Grace, was only even d- indirectly around one of them. Like the other yeah. two were definitely, <laughs> you know. Um,
1: I, I, I think I, I like the second one. I think it's when she has like the crossbow, and again, the same sister, and like she's trying to figure out yeah. like how to use it, and then accidentally. Well, uh, there's a, there's a I mean.
0: running gag with the, the sort of chubby guy who got, gets the uh, the crossbow because it's, it's, it's not like a new crossbow; it's kind of this ancient-looking crossbow, and yeah, he's yeah. sort of like <laughs> complaining he doesn't know how to use it. And he goes to the toilet at one point, and he's like on the shitter, oh, and yeah. he's, he's watching <laughs> YouTube videos of how to use a crossbow. Uh, yeah. But like you know, back when they're all joined up again, and they're kind of concerned that she's getting her, she's running away and whatever. Um, he offers his weapon because she says oh, I've lost my gun so she, he says hey you can have my crossbow and she's like "Try." and within seconds of holding the crossbow the, the maid walks into the room and she immediately fires it by accident and kills the maid uh, right in the eye and everyone's like, oh for F's sake <laughs> yeah, and I, I think uh, she screams like why does this keep happening to me <laughs>
1: which is really funny
0: honestly she may, be, she may be the most entertaining character Emily. oh definitely yeah definitely, Emily's really yeah. funny um, yeah
1: because I think, uh, yeah, she's definitely, like you were saying before, with, like, yeah, some of the people being, like, maybe, like, a little too serious. Like, Adam Brody's character is, you know, and it makes sense for the character again. Uh, but, you know, he he's kind of so dour and taking everything so seriously, but... You know, a lot of what's fun about the movie is, yeah, like the coked out sister, um, you know, who's like so giddy and whiny and stuff like, you know, she's really entertaining or yeah, like um, I think it was her husband.
0: There's a, there's, a, there's a hint early on that she uh, that she's 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 taking coke because she sort of like sniffs a little bit. Yeah. But um, after she shoots the first maid, like that that first sort of murder, um, after they like they drag because there's a whole thing where they do like a, a coin flip for who has to carry the head and who has to carry the legs oh, as yeah, they're yeah. dragging them out. But after everyone leaves the room, she goes to the mirror, takes out some coke and like snorts it. And she sort <laughs> of she and, and seriously, her entire like sort of upper lip is all white from the the, yeah. the coke. <laughs> uh, she kind of just looks at the mirror goes. Oh, you got this yeah. and she sort of goes out like like honestly like a terror movie about her hunting someone and accidentally <laughs> shooting all the wrong people may actually be a, a, a great idea like yeah oh yeah go for it you
1: know, yeah definitely like the the, the little sillier more over the top characters uh, i think were the more entertaining aspect like yeah w- once the things started to get like too serious yeah i think that's where you know it kind of loses you a, a little bit um yeah that's why like you know those characters and the butler and stuff are all really good but then yeah the stuff with like you know the sister-in-law that's like i'm not losing this and, and that kind of stuff is just yeah. like yeah don't care about that as much
0: yeah because there's a whole section where so i was talking about subverting your expectations here and i like the subversion itself I was just disappointed that it didn't give me a different way after the fact, because uh, she, when she's sneaking around after a while, she goes past the game room where she knows there's a lot of weapons hanging up, because that's where they got all their weapons, and she goes yep. in and she grabs this big-ass shotgun with the biggest shotgun oh, yeah. shells I have ever seen in my life, <laughs> and... She gets like, the, the ammo belt around her, and she's got the gun. And this is what she looks like on the poster. And there's this great, probably one of the best scenes of the movie, actually, where she's sort of hiding beh- beh- behind the kitchen counter, and the butler comes in, and he's like sort of whistling and singing a song as he's he's making uh like I don't know some a, a drink or something. He's making some like coffee. Tea or yeah, he's he's, just, he's <laughs> having a drink, and she's sort of like she makes out like, and she's trying to like load the gun because there's nothing in it. Um, because she she found that out when she tried to shoot the door open. Yeah, because they've yeah. they've got like a bunch of like, electronic locks and everything, so she can't get out. Um, and she like it's one of those sort of older shotguns where you sort of like click it open, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the old sort of like farmer shotgun, I kind of call it. Um, mm-hmm. and and when she clicks it open, like his head just turns. Like he hears this click, and obviously she kind of like sort of dances around the other side of the counter so he doesn't see her when she when he goes to check, and then she has to time the click back in when she's got the the, the shell in it. Uh, for when he's singing really loudly so he starts like, he's, he's doing like an opera he's like, la, 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 and, mm-hmm. like um, and she does that and then she sort of sneaks up behind him, she's got a gun and it doesn't fire and he points out that the bullets in that, that room are just for show, well, there's nothing real you know, it's, it, doesn't, it won't fire and it's okay, so that gun and the ammo belt are useless I I, I yeah. liked it in the, in the moment I was like okay, that's kind of funny that that's on the poster and you set us yeah. up for thinking this is her going to be the big badass moment and it's not this is like, no, this didn't work Um, But I was still expecting her to kind of gear up and kind of like make a plan to fight back. And it never really felt like that because she kind of like eventually gets out of one of the windows when the doors are unlocked and the windows are unlocked and she runs out into the road and into the forest. And it felt like she was just kind of always on the run and eventually she gets captured and she kind of fights back here or there where she has a chance to, but it never feels like she makes the choice to kind of like turn around and fight, you know, it never feels like that. Uh, And that was disappointing to me because I I really felt that's what this movie was building up to.
1: Yeah, and, and I feel like there's like weird, like, logic uh, inconsistencies where, like, yeah, she finally does get in the car and she starts driving, and, you know, she's talking to like this, you know, road assistance uh, person through it, uh, who eventually, you know, shuts the car down because it was reported stolen. But before that, I feel like she gets, you know, she's probably driving like somewhat fast. Uh, so I feel like she should get a decent distance away, but mm-hmm. like, as soon as the car shuts off, like the butler is like magically there.
0: Yeah. I also uh, just kind of felt like when she was in the forest across the road, she could have literally just like kept travelling into the forest for a little bit so she was out of sight and definitely. just sort of walked that yeah. way and like, I don't know, there was there was there was definitely moments where it felt like yeah, she could have just maybe got away here or whatever. Yeah. Um so I mean that I mean that's you know, that's what it is. But I like yeah, the butler kind of grabs it. I mean, I do kind of like the sequence. It's played for laughs, but I kind of like the sequence where she's meant... To, he's drugged her, right? She's given, he's, he's given her something and she's in the back seat and he's driving back to the house and he's like, oh, don't worry, sir. A Brit. And he's on Skype or whatever. He's talking to the family and the family are all like, sitting at the desk, like all, all looking over each other's shoulders, watching this like, little phone of him just sort of saying, no, don't worry, I've got her, sir. We've got like an hour till dawn. This is, we're done this. It's fine. And... As he, he puts on his music really loud and he starts singing to it, uh, but the Skype call is still going and they're all happy, they're all cheering, and then they see her like get up in the back seat and she. Yeah. And this was actually <laughs> maybe the only moment in the movie where I really felt like, no, she's maybe going to become that badass I was hoping she'd be, um, and I know she does beat like the mum to death with the box, like you know, I'll, you know oh, yeah. later, but like that felt again, like it was kind of spur of the moment. She just grabbed it and did it as opposed to she's starting to like really think about how she can fight back. Um. Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, so she gets up and just sort of kicks him enough that, that he ends up flipping the car, uh, which is, I think that kills the butler. I don't even see the butler again after that.
1: Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: but they end up grabbing her. Uh, uh, like I said, Daniel Adam Brody does try to save her by uh, giving everyone a roofie, essentially, uh, when they <laughs> going to go do the, the big ritual. Uh, yeah. But however, uh, it doesn't work well enough, and he ends up getting hurt and killed. And we uh, we basically talked about some of this anyway. Where uh, yeah. you know, Grace kills the mom. Uh, Alex catches her, turns on her.
1: It, uh, like up until then, uh, for a lot of the movie, he he's uh, handcuffed to like a bedpost, but he's been yeah. like slowly kind of sawing it off by rubbing back
0: and forth with the yeah. handcuffs. Um. Rubbing back and forth, Tim. Don't say such dirty things to me.
1: I don't know how else to describe it. I'm not it. ready for that. But
0: uh, basically, they're trying to do the, the thing as dawn's happening, they're just in the nick of time, but she's able to kind of fight back enough that they only stab her on the shoulder and then sun, sunlight comes pouring through the windows and like you say, they're like oh, maybe this is bullshit. Huh. Yeah. Um, and then they start plopping one by one, including the kids which I thought was really funny. Um. <laughs> Uh, and like, I, I agree with you the the final line because everyone dies. There's a there's a weird moment where she kind of sees the ghost of this this guy in the chair yeah. who, who kind of just winks at her or nods at her and is like yeah you won like yeah. you get to go and she's like well f you know there's, there's a funny kind of like reaction from her when she sees that even though I I don't know if I wanted to see a ghost in this but I did like a reaction yeah. at least so but I do agree with you that when she gets outside and the you know the the firemen and police and everyone are all arriving and like someone's talking she's like hey missy you okay like what the hell Because she's like, oh, but at this point she's covered in blood she, you know yeah. like because the last plop the last moment with uh, with Alex he was the last one who plopped and he plopped right in front of her she gets covered in blood and he's like yeah. what the hell happened to you and she goes in-laws and it cuts to credits so cheesy it's <laughs> such an ch- easy cheesy joke like yeah. you know I, like mm-hmm. yeah I, I can't really defend that moment yeah. I can't defend it <laughs>
1: Uh, one moment I, I did like, and she is like, uh, hiding in the barn and she sees like one of the kids coming out.
0: And, oh uh, yeah. No, this is good. Yeah. Continue.
1: <laughs> and like, yeah. She thinks like he's going to help. I think his name was like Georgie, or something. He's like, like Georgie, like, Oh, like, like help me or whatever. And, uh, he just like raises a gun at her and shoots her through the hand, which, yeah. uh, and then like she punches him out, which I yeah, think is really funny. It was
0: a it was it was her punching the the, the, the like eight-year-old square in the face that made me laugh. Like yeah. I I I, <laughs> I I lost my shit when she punched him in the face.
1: Yeah. Like I that was really funny. But then I think uh, it also does lead to um like the like the kills are okay, but they're not very like they're not like super like gory or whatever. You know, it's just like yeah. it's usually people like getting shot or whatever. But I do think um this scene though where she has to climb the ladder uh, definitely like made me like ooh, tense up a little bit like once you realize what she has to do
0: yeah there's a nail at the top at the top of this like, cuz it's like a sort of basement in exit of the the barn yeah, it it's is. like
1: where like all the like dead bodies are being piled up. So yeah. like to get out, she has to climb this ladder, but it's really old, so it keeps breaking as she's going up. And then she gets to the top, and she's kind of dangling off. It's um, it's
0: basically um you know in Home Alone when Marv puts his foot on the nail. Oh yeah, yeah. It's basically that with her <laughs> hand. Although <sighs> I did kind of joke to myself, say, "Well, there's already a hole in it from the billet. Maybe if she got lucky, she'd just yeah. you know it would just you know yeah. just go through the hole." <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's kind of funny, like you're saying um like you really want her to be this badass and there are moments like this where it's like okay that is like the star of us it. it feels like yeah, she's just do. starting to
0: become a badass yeah
1: yeah but then it feels like once you get past that though then it's like it's almost like it's like she resets to zero and then she has to like kind of you know start over again and until she gets to another moment where she like instead of just being like all right, like I've had enough. Like, I'm taking the fight to them. It's like, all right, I did this cool thing, but no, I'm still going to run and like try to plead for my life or whatever. But then I'll do something cool again later. Like, I don't know.
0: <sighs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's basically the movie. I, I, I feel like if it had just picked a, a, more of a tone I, and, and I, I mean honestly I, I could have taken the serious version of like the survival thriller I could have taken sure. the more you know let's go down more of the comedy route and the satire and go completely farcical with it I, I, would, have prob- I would have greatly enjoyed this movie more either way but I, I think it just <laughs> lands somewhere awkwardly in the middle so yeah Um. so that's yeah. a shame that's a shame but um, it's not a bad watch though it's an easy watch I think it's, sure. it's perfectly yeah. viewable um
1: and To me this is like the ideal streaming movie. Like sure. I'm not like bummed I didn't see this in theaters. It's like yeah you know, yeah, it's perfectly fine, like Thursday night or Saturday afternoon. You just wanna watch something you haven't seen before and you know it's streaming.
0: <laughs> oh, why Thursday night or Saturday afternoon? Why why those <laughs> Two to times in particular. Oh, I don't know. It just feels like the time you'd watch a movie like this. I don't know. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I I will often say something's a Sunday afternoon uh, sure. viewing. Uh I say it more often in Ace stock because we tend to do like some of those sort of more uh, cheesy like seventy sci-fi. Like, oh, that's a, that's yeah. a Sunday afternoon movie. Makes sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> whereas I I think like, most of the stuff we we watch is more of a after midnight uh, viewing. Yeah. and not just because of her title i think that's generally like how you would describe it yeah if this is on at 1 a.m on some cable channel yeah like sure it's fun yeah you know watch it uh all right well i guess we're rating it then what are you what are you mm-hmm. giving ready or not <clears throat>
1: um well, I, I mean like you said yeah it is it does a movie that kind of like lands somewhere in the middle um but I think it's entertaining enough and well enough made that I'm not just going to give it like a a straight five or something. Uh, So I'll go a little bit higher. I'll give it like a six, which is... Yeah, I feel like that's the kind of... All right, it's fine. I had fun with it, but nothing amazing kind of area.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm conflicted as well, actually. I feel like... Part of me feels like the six might be...
1: uh well, I, I kind of agree i <sighs> it it's hard because there's nothing like necessarily bad about it uh you know so I, like like i feel like if there was if the acting was really bad or you know something then maybe you could take a few points off but i don't know for me it's kind of a little hard to go like too low when it's yeah
0: i I think I'll agree hmm. with the six I, I was trying to argue myself into a six point five but i just don't think i can do it i don't think it's good enough to be called good i think it's yeah. decent it is decent and you know watchable it has some good moments but ultimately i didn't find myself loving it by any means so there you go that is uh, a ready or not and if they ever make a sequel it has to be called ready or not to here i come <laughs> yeah. it has to be right like come on uh yeah so <laughs> that is ready or not you can let us know what you thought of the movie in the comments below you can like and subscribe all that stuff get us on the twitters at screams midnight uh for all of our ramblings and tim posting silly nonsense about the boy <laughs> and our leprechaun uh you can do that there uh you can of course support us uh, by doing all that stuff you can also support us by rating the audio podcast on apple podcast give us five stars more people will find us that way, so that's extremely helpful. Uh, we mentioned Patreon earlier, of course, uh, so go do that if you want to give us uh, some money financially, uh, which is typically what giving money means is financial. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> guys, just go with it. Um, you can also, of course, uh, share us on social media, uh, recommend us to people, that kind of thing. All of that does help. So... Uh, that is us. Uh, check out other shows we've got. Um, like the Ace, the Atomic Cinema Experiment, or Sci-Fi Movie Podcast. This seems the most relevant one to to recommend. But uh, we do a bunch of stuff. Um, and that is us. That is uh, screams after midnight. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys, and we will see you next time.